Hello, Acapella Radio. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Talk Acapella. It's a podcast for the acapella community where we examine the culture as well as the ins and outs of vocal music, along with the people who are working to shape it. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Alexander, and joining me as always is Alicia Edwards. How are you, Brian? Alicia, I am doing pretty well. How about yourself? How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. I kind of feel like I hit a milestone in my life. Ooh, what's that? Yeah, you remember how I have had a lisp for a while. Yes, you've made reference to it before. Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, it's, it's been gone for a little while, but... I haven't even noticed yeah, it over the, the reason for the shows. lisp is a thing of the past. I went and okay. I got rid of my final... Yeah. For those of you who don't know, or for our listeners who do know, you get to hear again. I had retainers in my mouth to straighten out my teeth. And Ooh, my top teeth were pretty quick and easy, but my bottom teeth have been a pain in the butt. I think it took like 27 trays to straighten out my bottom teeth. Wow. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It was supposed to, supposed to take 12. So real fun. But <laughs> I got my final tray today and, and also- I have to wear this one for like two weeks and then I and then I switched to just wearing it at night. So my teeth are nice and straight on the bottom now, which if you told five-year-old me that that would ever happen, I would cry <laughs> with happiness. I am so glad like I just bypassed the whole braces, retainer, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're lucky. Not that, I, not the that rest, I didn't need them, of course, but I'm just like, that's not you. happening. I can understand that. But, you know, it was a personal choice. I'm like, I'm not doing it. So I applaud you for sticking through all of that. It was know? better than braces because that would have just <laughs> shredded my mouth. I bet. But how I are bet. you? I'm doing great. You know, no teeth problems at the moment. So I'm good. <laughs> you know? I'm, re- I'm ready to the worst. I know, they're terrible, but that's why you, you take care of them now. Anyway. Um, we so, a, Alicia. We have a really exciting episode. Yeah, I know, I was about to say that. I'm like, we have quite the episode in store for I'm honestly kind of in awe of our guests today. <laughs> Same. Like, because, and the fact that ahead. they would be willing to come on Tacapella makes me so I'm, excited. I know, it's always like a surprise when we like reach out to certain guests and like they actually say they want to come on the show because I'm like, I don't feel like we're worthy to have <laughs> some of our guests come on. And today's guest, that just further like proves that point. I'm we sorry, are I don't certainly know how, not worthy. How we got them, but you know, we're going to go with it. Joining us today, we have an incredible incredible and amazing high school acapella group known as Intonation from New Manchester High School. There are so many of them right now. We're going to let them introduce themselves, but I'm going to Wait, start Brian, by- Wait, Brian, where is New Manchester High School? Oh, yeah. For those who are unaware, New Manchester High School is in Douglasville, Georgia. And I love so, Georgia. Great point. So I'm going to start off by introducing the director of Intonation, Trey Giddens. Trey, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having us. Oh, of course. Thank you guys for joining us. We're we're excited. Like we've been watching some of your videos. I've been paying attention to you guys over the last about half a year or so. And I'm just like, man, those guys are like rock stars. So this is awesome. So I, I kind of want to get introductions going because for our listeners here, we're going to start off by saying this is our biggest <laughs> assortment of guests we've ever had. And so we are going to take a second. We want to give each of them a spotlight. So we're going to have each of the members just quickly, let's just say, share their name, what their voice part is and then how long have you been involved with music uh, let's start with uh, one of the co-captains ryan hi i'm ryan i stated i am one of the co-captains i am technically the mezzo of the group and i've been in music since i was born because of how i've grown up but i started this acapella journey in sophomore year i got introduced to it freshman year but i was a little nervous to join because i was like this seems way out of my league but <laughs> sophomore year is when i started my acapella journey and what year are you now 
um, third year and this okay. is my senior year. Let's go to Madison. Hi, I'm Madison. I've been involved with music since I would say like four. I got into chorus when I was in fourth grade and I would part is I sing mezzo within the group. This is my second year in acapella. I moved from Bella Voce to Intonation and I am also a senior. Awesome. Nice. And then Kai. Hi, my name is Kai. I am the beatboxer or the vocal percussion of the group. This is my first year and first year in, in tone and how long I've been in you music I would say not very long necessarily but I've always had an interest in it so but I do remember my eighth grade year and factory coming well actually in tone coming to my school and telling them to join the fame program and that's what sparked my interest in oh, music hey. really so it was really inspired by them. And what year are you now? I am a junior. Awesome, okay, and then uh, is it Osiris? Yep, my name is Osiris. I'm the base of Intonation. This will be my fourth year being in the group. I started right from my freshman year, now I'm in my senior year doing it. And I've been in music for basically as long as I remember because both of my parents were singers and they're still singers now so kind of got it passed down to me awesome and donovan hello i am donovan this is my first year in, into in, in intonation and i am the tenor sometimes baritone of the group i guess you could say i've been involved with music since eighth grade but like i really loved music but i didn't really join chorus until like eighth grade and then i've always wanted to be in intonation after i got to high school awesome and kayla Hello, my name is Kayla Doc. I am a freshman. This is actually my first year in intonation. It's been a blessing being a part of the group and getting to experience, you know, just singing. And I've been involved in music since I was born. I have parents that are highly in the musical industry and I have a musical family. So it's been something I've been doing for a long time. So it's been amazing. And Nayana? That was right. Okay, perfect. Sorry, <laughs> I wanted to make sure. Um, hi, I'm Nayana. I am a senior now. I started my acapella journey in 10th grade. I spent two years in Bella Voce, and then this year I am now in Intonation. I've been singing since I could remember, since I was really little. So I've grown up in music, and I've sparked my spark for music started in first grade. Oh, wow. So. I love that you can pinpoint that. And then Lauren? Hello, I'm Lauren. This is my first year in Intone, but I was also in Bella Volce last year. And I have been singing for a long time. And it's always been just for fun. And I've stayed in chorus like as long as I can remember. And yeah, it's really fun to sing with these amazing group of people. Wonderful. And Courtney? Hi, my name is Courtney. I am a soprano in intonation. This is my second year in the group. I started off in acapella my 10th grade year as a part of before I moved up. I've been involved with music all my life, basically. I've always wanted to sing. And then when I got to high school, I started getting interested in like piano and musical theater and then acapella. So yes, I've been doing this for a long time. Wonderful. And David? Hi, my name is David. I've been singing since I was 
I want to say it's fifth grade because that's when I like tried out for the talent show. Yeah, I've been singing <laughs> since I've been singing awesome. since fifth grade, and right now I am currently a tenth grader, and this is my first year in intonation. Yeah, I love singing. And what part do you sing? I sing baritone. Okay. And then let's round it out. But Trey, can you give us a little bit about your background in, in music? Yeah, sure. So I have been singing for as long as I can remember in my high school or my county that I grew up in. Uh, you couldn't join choir until sixth grade. So that's kind of when I joined choir and then decided early by seventh grade that this is kind of what I wanted to do is I wanted to teach choir. And then, you know, went to college. I have a degree from Mercy University in uh, vocal music education and then started teaching. I'm in my 16th year teaching and oh. intonation has been around for about five years now. We started out as just Bella Voce to start with a couple years before that, right when the Pitch Perfect movies came on. And I was like, I was listening to the pool melody and picking out parts. And I was like, we can do this. And so I, you know, we came and we started a small girls group. And from there, a couple of years later, Sing It On came on Netflix, which was like a reality series following a, a group of college acapella groups for the ICCAs. And I was like, my kids can do that. And so we sort of added some boys to Bella Voce and Intonation was born. And it's it's been a wild ride since then. It's been very busy and, and we've learned to wear a lot of hats and, and do a lot of different things and, and grow from it. So it's it's been a great journey. Awesome. So I've heard of multiple references to, was it Bella Voce? Is that Correct. So what's the, how would you distinguish between Bella Voce and Intonation? What makes the two groups different? Well, Bella Voce is all females. All female. Oh, okay. I have missed that very <laughs> crucial element right there. I apologize. Is, is there a difference in style though, in terms of singing? Because there are also, there are females in the group or people that sing those parts. So Yeah, typically with Bella Voce, uh, the music that we select for that group tends to be female driven. You know, with it being an all female group, I think that's important to sort of, to have empowering women through music and sort of what we pick out for the group. Intonation is a little larger group than Bella Voce. So the sort of stuff that we do with intonation tends to be, can sort of encompass a, a little more because there are more people in intonation. But as a matter of like getting into one group over the other, it's really just about sound and who sounds good together and sort of, you know, what voices blend when we put the groups together. Now is intonation, is this a group that's open to all students at New Manchester High School? Is it auditioned? What's the, what's the process there? Sure, it's not open to all students. We are a fine arts magnet school. And so in order to audition for Intonation or Bella Voce, you have to be a part of the FAME program. That's what we call our fine arts magnet and be a member of the choral program here. And then we have auditions usually the first couple weeks of school. And the kids are basically given a song that's pre-selected and they're asked to come up with their own sort of instrumental parts to the song. And then we have a, a member who is current coming from the year before to sing the solo line and they have about 30 minutes to put together an acapella arrangement. And so the kids have to sort of, you know, come up with their own acapella parts and then put them together when they get here. And then we listen and mix and match kids until the, the sound is right. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't at that level when I was in high school. By oh, night. I definitely was not. I don't know that I was at that level in college. You know, they constantly amaze me until this year, all of our arrangements, like our national uh, winning set that we took to ICCAs, we've always arranged ourselves. And so basically like in a rehearsal, the kids sit in a circle around the piano and we just start singing and putting parts and playing with it and figuring it out. You know, this year being in the middle of a pandemic, we had to sort of go a different route because rehearsals were limited. But all of our arrangements that we've sung this year have been from alumni that have put the parts together and then sent us the parts for this year. It's kind of a cool skill that the kids acquire. And it's, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to see what they come up with. So current members on the call right now, they help in the arrangement process of the group? 
like I said, this year has been a little different because of the yeah. pandemic, um, but, tip, but typically yeah, all of our returning members from last year are the Bella Voce members. That's how we come up with all of our arrangements is the kids make them themselves. And we just sit around in a circle and we sing and pick stuff apart and figure out what sounds good and we go from there. That is insane. But it I makes, wish I could be a fly yeah. on the wall during one of those, <laughs> one of those creative moments. Because yeah, that is just, yeah. I am totally floored by this. So, so I'm curious, and I definitely want to get some of the, the members here involved in this next question. So intonation as a whole, I'm like, you guys are like so accomplished. I'm like, we're talking ICHSA champions. You're back on your way to this year's finals. You gained national attention with your, if you're out there video. I'm like, there's so much going on with this group. And it's just like, it's all so incredible all at the same time. How would you describe intonation to, to someone on the outside? because I'm looking at your videos and I'm digesting all the music. I'm digesting that power, that soul, that complexity. Now I'm learning why these arrangements are as they are because you guys are circle singing and doing all this other incredible stuff. But how would you describe intonation to someone? Oh, sorry, right. But I would say it's kind of like a rose. Like you see all these initial petals on the outside and you're like, it's so pretty. And then you start, all the layers of the rose start to peel back and it's like, whoa, there's actually way more to it. And I would just say, from an outsider point of view, I would definitely say it's a little bit intimidating. But then once you get inside and start talking with all the group members, it's not like that at all. Everybody's very kind and sweet and super talented. And we had another comment that was also about to be shared. Right? Yeah, and to kind of piggyback off of Maddie on the, the group, I just feel like we are, as a whole, a group of very intelligent, very talented kids. We are still kids. We're in high school and a lot of people mistake it and a lot of people don't believe it. But but we just come together and we can make beautiful music. And it's not like we're just people. We are a family. Once you join the group, whether you've been in here for a year, three years, four years, it's like you are now family. You have been family. And I just think that's wonderful. And that our connection as a family of people is really what helps us drive our music as well. And that's something I've always adored about the group. And I think that's something really cool that, that Ryan mentioned on there is, is sort of two things, the aspect of family, because we sort of have this like lineage of alumni that still come and, and like we had a watch party for this year's ICHSAs and we had alumni from past years to come back and support. And so it's, it is sort of a family and, and it sort of reaches deep to past years and sort of the, the kids who sort of started laying the foundation for the group, you know, are still very active as far as support for the group as well. And then they are high school kids, which I think is, you know, really cool. But I think one thing that we always strive for when we're putting something on stage or putting something in front of people and in our arrangements is we never want to come across as high school students, you know, I think sometimes people yeah. foresee that as being sort of a, oh, it's good for high school, but we want to be good as a professional group. You know, we, we want to be just as good as those people. So I think when we strive to put something out in front of people, we always sort of look to overcome sort of what the stereotypical sound of a high school group would be. Yeah. And that's such a good point to make, because I feel like at least in the last, not last, I guess when you think back to maybe five to 10 years ago, there was an obvious distinction between, you know, well, it's it almost seemed like there was an obvious distinction between high school and collegiate and then semi-pro. You had all these varying levels. But now, especially with a group like Intonation and a few other groups that we're seeing, I'm like, you can't even make make the case on, you know, what's what anymore because it's just like all of it just sounds like so professional. And it, especially as you guys are saying, I can tell that you all work so hard to put out content that is just like, it's just art at the end of the day and it shouldn't be about you know this is where we're at you know this is how long we've been singing and whatever you can't even tell is basically what i'm trying to say and i think you guys are doing a wonderful job at that well when i when i heard that y'all were in high school 
I was like, no, no, they're not. They're too good. They're too good to be in high school. Is anyone currently on the call right now with us? Is this your first time being exposed to acapella and intonation? Or does anyone have any experience before intonation? I would say other than Bella Voce. Yeah, other than that. Since it's all connected in a way. Okay. I will say this is my first experience of aqua. Yeah, this is my this is my first experience. I mean, you've watched the movies and all that. <laughs> and yeah, you seem like, you know, the good movies, but doing it yourself is a whole different story. You have to figure out, my teacher has always said, you have to figure out how to blend your voice, have to like lower it or compliment with the soloist and all that. So it's just a whole new experience. And when you have the final project of it, it just sounds so amazing. And then you think of that you're part of it. It just feels great in a sense. So, you know, I think I really, I really like the experience of, you know, being an acapella. So, yeah. I like that. Great. That was great. And I think but, Madison yeah. was going to okay. say something as well. I never really had much of an exposure to acapella before I got in high school in intonation. You know, of course, I saw around YouTube pentatonic videos and things of that sort. But like, I don't think I got into acapella music until my sophomore year. Like I had heard of the group, like I was watching the group my freshman year, but then I didn't really know the people because, you know, they were all older than me. And then when I got into sophomore year, I knew some of my friends were in the group, but I kind of got exposed to acapella through them. They were showing me all these songs or singing all these songs that I had never heard of. And they were like, oh, it's like this person. I was like, oh, okay. Or when I also got to experience going to uh, their competition and just listening to the other groups as well. So I didn't really have a much of exposure to acapella before Intonation and Bella Voce. So I think that's a great experience. Well, technically, I think the whole choir is an acapella group. I mean, we have a whole concert full of acapella music. You're not wrong. I do think that is definitely different. Like the whole dynamic being in an actual acapella group, like that experience is completely different from what I've ever done before. So it is. Yeah, I would have to say the same thing. Being a part of an acapella group is crazy to me because I used to watch YouTube videos of pentatonics and just dig different acapella groups, but I never thought that I would be in one. And I remember just, I guess almost like last year in eighth grade, the intonation came to my chorus, chorus room, and they sung for us. And I was just like, okay, like maybe I'm interested in getting into it. So, I mean, it's just, it's fantastic being a part of the group and learning and challenging me to blend in with everybody. And I'm listening to a lot of more acapella music and it is exposing me to a, a lot of different music that I wouldn't have ever even listened to. So yeah, I mean, what everybody was saying. Awesome. So I'm curious, I'm about to ask a very loaded question here, or maybe not a loaded, hopefully it's not too much of a contentious question. Does anyone have a preference between choral music and then like the pop, like acapella stuff or the more modern stuff? I can already see the wheels I can. T- I can tell Madison's got a preference. <laughs> I, I I like core stuff. I like core music. Core music okay. is very beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love a pop sound. I would love a pop mix. <laughs> Anytime the choir just got to like put together like, what was the song we sang? We sang Start Me Up with a mashup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Start Me Up between, what was the song? Someone remind me. I forgot. Anyway, it was like Start Me Up, like the Glee mix. Oh yeah, Living on a Prayer. Yeah, Osiris was just saying it. And I just remember having the grandest, like that was the best time singing that. So I definitely have, because 
it's a difference between our two shows. After Christmas, we sing very choral music, aside from the acapella's individual performances that they put on. And then our spring show was very pop, uppity, just different genres of music. And it includes a lot of R&B, pop, all the upbeat stuff, really. And it's just, I would say they're both beautiful and I have a good time doing them, but the spring shows are so fun and I just love them. And that was, I wasn't asking that just to like, you know, pick between the two because I feel like with both there are so many things foundational in terms of the foundation that you really need to develop yourself as a musician uh, you know I started as in the choral scene before I even touched acapella music and I'm so glad I did because it helped out with so much of like you guys are talking about the blend it helped out with the sight reading it helped out with so much developmentally and so uh, I was just curious I needed to know that for at least one opinion and we're going to get a few more opinions on the second half of our show but first we are going to take our first quick commercial break but i promise you do not want to go anywhere because we're speaking with members of intonation from douglasville georgia and we're going to continue speaking with them right here on talk Appella. you may not know this but acaville is a nonprofit. we're a community supported organization and the way we keep our lights on and keep the music spinning is largely through memberships and contributions so i encourage you to be a member of acaville not only will you support everything that we're doing and supporting the community and bringing great music and features to you but there are some pretty killer member benefits out there as well. Head on over to Acaville.org, check out the member benefits because we'd love to have you as a member of the Acaville community. And welcome back to Tacapella. Yes, ma'am. That's right. We are here with members of Intonation from New Manchester High School, and it has just been a wild ride so far. So I got to ask, Intonation's videos are just so immaculately, immaculately polished. The production of them is just solid. Can you share with us what your creative process is for producing videos, as well as if you've had to tweak that at all due to the pandemic? We really didn't have, in all fairness, we really didn't have any sort of like music videos, you know, virtual choir type videos prior to the pandemic. Our first one that we ever did was If You're Out There, which we did for a Facebook Live's graduation 2020 this summer. And that was something that Sean Abram contacted and wanted us to, to be a part of. And so the kids did all that on their iPhones at home, the audio and the video, and then it was mixed together and, and kind of put together from there. Since, you know, we knew we were coming back to school this year in the middle of a pandemic, I was trying to figure out how can we sort of keep intonation relevant and sort of, you know, without performances this year. Because usually, typically, they do anywhere from 75 to 150 performances a year throughout the community or wherever. I mean, we're always busy. So I was thinking, how can we sort of keep them out there in people's mind and sort of keep it, keep it fresh without that? And so we built a recording studio here in the choral classroom. And, you know, the kids started coming in and, and laying down their parts and, you know, mixing. And, and it was a lot of YouTube tutorial videos on how to do this and how to light stuff and go from there. And so it's been a learning process through all of it. You know, and it's it's been a lot of a lot of hours on YouTube and just seeing how other people do things and, and how to accomplish it, you know, on a budget, of course. But so that's that's kind of how it's it's gone down. So when you guys are thinking, let's say the if you're out there videos, because you know, that's just so top of mind right now and it's just such a great video. What are the conversations like when you guys are trying to figure out what you want to put into a video? Do you guys just kind of go with whatever you know you might feel from the song? Or is there any particular creative people in the group who are like, oh, oh, this is my chance to let me step out and throw out some ideas. What are the conversations that you guys have when you're trying to figure out what it is that you want to show the world with your music? Well, Gideon, I would say he's our creative director. 
like he um he's a very creative man and the lighting and everything like he he sees his vision and we do it and we do it to our fullest and it's always a great idea it's still fun dressing up for the videos and feel like a little pop star putting your costume <laughs> and being in so front of I'm, the camera I'm curious how much input do the members have when it comes to what those videos could potentially look like very little, but it's always great. And I love that I can see everyone is laughing, even <laughs> though you're muted. <laughs> That's why it's we, we ask these questions because we know every group has a different structure in terms of how they go about creating stuff. So we didn't know if this is a, a group that you have that one individual who is really great and solid at putting this together, or if it's a culmination of a lot of different ideas. So we're, we're just well, and, and with a group that's as large as this one is, mm -hmm. I think it does make a lot of sense to have that creative decision process a little bit more centralized. So maybe we can, let me ask this question because I know that there's one particular video that you all must have definitely had some input on or at least had at hand in making your 2021 ICHSA video because the format was drastically different this year. We know that members for the first time, like they were completely in charge of everything, you know, the production, the virtual creation of it, everything that goes into it. So talk to me about that because that was a performance, quite the performance of Six's Heart of Stone. And when I think about that video and I was watching, I'm like, it just doesn't feel fair to call it a cover because it's so much more than that. It was like part Broadway, but then part this anthem that feels heartbreaking for anyone who's like had to say goodbye to love kind of thing. And at least that's what I was picking up from it. How did you all work together to put this video together in terms of, you know, the audio, the, the video part? of it how did all of that come together what was it like putting that video together and being in charge of like the video that was going to be submitted to this major competition were there any nerves about what you guys needed to do uh, about doing the, all the music yourself what was all of that like I was nervous at first I thought that like I was going to mess up because it's my first time doing it and so I really just when I started singing I thought that like no this is what I'm here for this is what I do this is what this is what I love. So yeah, so when I started doing that, it just all fell into play. And then emotions came up because the song, the song gave really good emotions. And something I did, whose idea was it to choose that song, Carter Stone? Gaines. <laughs> okay. I should have figured that. I should have, I should have figured that. Go ahead. I Alicia. have a question. So yeah. with the format, I know you can make changes to your video between quarterfinals and semis. I'm curious as to what that process was like for you to implement changes. You guys are the semifinal champions, right? Yeah. So you only had about 13 days from the time that we okay. won or we came in, we came in second at quarterfinals. Really? Yeah. So we came in second at quarterfinals and you only had about 13 days. I think it was, it was a really short time frame to sort of submit whatever it was that you were going to submit for the semifinals. And so we just sort of stood behind the product that we put out for quarterfinals and resubmitted the same video. Oh, wow. Nice. So... I know that David talked about, you know, kind of having those nerves, which, you know, the first time I did the, you know, recorded acapella for my collegiate group, it was like the most stressful thing I've ever done because I had never done something like that professional. And so I was right there with you in terms of nerves. Maybe like Osiris, can you talk to me? What would you say was the most challenging thing about putting that video together or participating on that Heart of Stone video? So I believe the most challenging part for me at least was recording because usually I'm used to being able to sing in person with the group and now it was just, they're just in my, they're just in one ear. 
and I have to. Wow. So you're the foundation. You got, you're important. Super important. My goodness. That is crazy. Yeah, I can I can understand. Now, how, how many times have I recorded music before that Heart of Stone video? So I've recorded music a couple times with the intonation before Heart of Stone because we had, if you remember, we did an album. I think was it a year ago i believe maybe 2019 okay yeah 2019 so we had to record for that but we were still sort of like in person like we still recorded as a group we still went into the studio as a group and stuff how many voices did you have in your ear when you were recording my collegiate experience i was the bass in an all-female group and i was always one of the first ones to record we always did a scratch solo and then the bass recorded so all i had in my ear was a midi file and a scratch solo so I, I'm just genuinely curious as to if you had all of the voices in your ear. For me, I would be lucky if there was another voice other than the solo and the click. So we understand each other there. So you guys found out that you were, you know, the semifinal champions. What was that feeling like? For me, I was never part of a group that made it that far. We weren't that talented at that point. And I can only imagine as high schoolers, that must be pretty thrilling. What were the emotions or feelings going through everyone's mind when you find out that, hey, not only did we become semi-final champions and we're headed to finals, but we did all of this in a very different year, which this was a, a competition like none other. So what was going through you all's head? For me, while watching all of the other groups, like singing their songs, they're very talented. They were amazing. I was nervous because I was like, okay, like they were good. Maybe, I mean, we were good as well. I was like, we can get first second but like me being first year like this is my first year being an in intonation i was really like hoping we'd get first and then make it the finals which you did right i'm like i'm following that right right <laughs> that would be so embarrassing if i was just totally off i would say it was kind of a sense of relief for me because we got second in quarterfinals which you know isn't a bad place because you still we still got to move forward but it kind of felt like being in this, like being a first year Intel member and also being this first group to ever do this virtual type competition, it felt like, it kind of felt like we weren't going to live up to the standard for a moment, even though we are great and like our video is amazing. And then we got that semifinals win. It wasn't a surprise, but it was a sense of relief in that, yes, we got to go to this journey to finals one more time together in the year that I got in information because I always, I wanted to go to finals and I'm glad we are going. So it was kind of like for the other returning members who had already been and it was their senior year, I didn't want to take that experience of going to finals their senior year away from them. And I want it to be a success for everyone. In a previous episode of Tacapella, we spoke with a group on the West Coast, Squad Harmonics, a very talented, but young, up-and-coming vocal group that you all collaborated with. And you had this just amazing, chilling version of the song Stand Up. I was actually listening to it today while I was at the office. And I was like, okay, nope, nope, gotta listen to it again. Okay, and I'm listening to it. It was just so, so well done. There's a certain line in the song where the lyrics are, can you hear freedom calling, calling me to answer? Gonna keep on keeping on. I can feel it in my bones. So... This line causes us to pause a little bit and kind of reflect on what's going on in the world. There's a lot of injustice. There's so much conflict. I mean, there's even a lot of hatred, unfortunately, from people who weren't feeling that 
just maybe a few years ago. I think that's pretty prevalent even for young folks like y'all. So I'm sure at some point you all have either had or heard discussions about how today's youth can stand up um, and use their voices for speaking about social justice issues. With a song as profound and lyrically rich as Stand Up, I think it's easy to see that you're all contributing to that conversation. So from your own experiences, can you share with us what's different about covering a song like this versus, say, a Top 40 track or just any other pop song that you hear on the radio? I would say what's different about doing a song like that is you have to feel those words. You can't just sing it and it get it get the message across. You have to know what you're saying and know the, know the meaning behind what you're saying. It's not just a pop song with no meaning. It's a real song with real lyrics and you have to convey those lyrics correctly. Yeah, and my past groups, we talk a lot about going on autopilot for performances and that's just when you get on the stage because you've done something over and over and, and a lot of times you lose the meaning. So I definitely get what you're saying, Osiris. That's definitely stand up. Can not be one of those songs where you go autopilot. And, and I'm curious for you, Trey, what, what were those conversations like? Because it, as we've learned from the group, you seem to be the one in charge of a lot of the creative stuff. What were those conversations with, especially with Squad Harmonics, as you guys are thinking about doing this song and the meaning and the message and everything with it? So Laura, the director of Squad Harmonics, contacted me over the summer and basically said that she had found one of our videos on YouTube and had reached out to us and wanted to know if we would do a Zoom workshop with with some of her students. And so we did that. And then during the workshop, she asked us if we would like to do a collaboration with her kids. And so everybody said, yes, we would love to. And so then we started talking and I told her, you know, I thought that would be a great song. And this was sort of right right at the moment when the Black Lives Matter movement was, you know, and, and, and we had the senseless murders of, of so many people going on. And so we wanted to make sure that we chose a song that, that spoke to a cause and would sort of do it justice. And we were both very stern about the fact that it was important sort of to sort of teach the kids to use their voice because they've been given a voice and they've been given a platform through acapella music and to sort of use that to not only speak good into the world or, or you know, to stand up for something, but but also, you know, I think a lot of people are hurting at the time, you know, and, and still to this day. And so to, to give people a way to sort of have some sort of release from that. And it was very important for us that whatever we put out there, because this, this was such a serious topic, we wanted to make sure it paid tribute to rather than felt like someone jumping on the bandwagon of something else. Does that make sense? So, you know, those were very real conversations that we, that we had to have. And I think for intonation, being a group that is all people of color, the sort of responsibility there is much greater that we use our voice to speak good into the world and to convey the message that, you know, what's going on is not right and to speak out against injustices in that in that matter. Yeah. And I, I like that you mentioned not doing the song just because it felt timely to do it, but more of this. It meant a lot. It meant so much to you guys. And I think that's where you get the true artistry part of, of music is just like you have that connection to it. And as you mentioned, Trey, you know, you all are, are members of a group, you know, where it's predominantly people of color. And I think that that makes the message a bit more profound, a bit more powerful in a way. And I'd love to hear a few more thoughts, especially about you all's experience with this, because like I said, this isn't, as Alicia was talking about, this isn't just your typical top 40 track. Stand Up is such a powerful song. Ryan, go ahead. As you said, Stand Up is a very powerful song. I heard the song before I even got to see the movie and I was already in love with it because it just, it does, it holds such a powerful message in the lyrics. But I feel like it's important for us, yes, as an all POC group, to perform songs like this. And this isn't new for us because 
in previous years when we've had competition, physically competition, we have incorporated our final message song to be something of that sort. Last year, it was freedom. The year before that, it was glory. Because we find it important to come through as, yes, we are the group of Black children, but we are the talented, intelligent group of Black children with beautiful voices and a message to share to any audience listening or seeing us. So I feel like it's important that we maintain, for lack of better word, tradition of using our sound, using our voices to convey that message because it's important because it's integrated into every one of our lives, whether we want it to be or not. So, and I always think it's great that we can just come together and it always feels so surreal when we get all the notes and we have the final product and we just sing it together as a group in our circle or on our stage or wherever. And it's just such a beautiful sight to see and sound to hear just come coming back at you after being in the studio and recording and being in front of the camera. Seeing the final product is out of this world. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I can only imagine what that feeling was like, just like hearing that for the first time after you guys put that together. So I have a, another question. Do you all feel like as artists, especially including younger ones like yourselves, do you feel like you all have a role or even a responsibility in like creating art or music that highlights issues of today? Because like I said, stand-up is so relevant for today. Do you feel that artists, they have a responsibility to create music that just aligns with things that are going on in the world? Or do you feel like artists are just, you know, you're free to create whatever? I definitely feel like artists have a definite say or impact on issues like this. For example, you could you could go back to Michael Jackson where he sung, which what song was it? It was... It's a lot, but there's actually, there's a lot of Michael Jackson songs that make a... I feel yeah. like Trey knows what song you're thinking of. Is it We Are The World? That was a big one, or I think it was Black like... or White, or what about, yeah, What About Us? Yeah. He did a lot. <laughs> he created a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I get it. I get it. A big old issue. Mm -hmm. And there's many other artists currently that go over as many issues, as many issues that we have now. So, I mean, the younger ones are what are like the new face of music, like the new face of music. Music changes as you go. It, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't stay. Well, it can stay the same, but it can always have something new to it. So in a way, as the world changes, music changes itself. Mm -hmm. And as the young artist, you have that, you can have that control input in it. Have that say necessarily? Mm -hmm. I'm trying, I'm trying to get. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, to your question, yes, definitely. Awesome. Personally, I feel like artists do have some sort of responsibility to try to like get important messages out there because to me, like if you have a big platform and like you're able to help out and like, sorry, my word, but if you're able to do good, why not? Basically is what I was thinking. Yeah, that's a good point. I was just going to say, I do think it is our duty as young people to create music and, you know, sing whatever we decide to sing a certain way because it's good to connect with people. And I know that speaking for our generation, we're extremely emotional. So like <laughs> we always find something to relate to. So like if we hear a song that we relate to, like it becomes a part of us. So I do think it's our duty, especially being young people, to well, sing music that is relatable. I love that you're saying that. But but I, I feel like that comment about how your generation is very emotional, I feel like that's that's a cross-generational trait because I am definitely not the same generation that you all are. But for me, I like music more when I feel like I can relate to it. 
And Brian, you and I are probably the same generation. <laughs> yeah, we are, because I'm only like a year older than you. Yeah, we are the same generation. I was just going to say, I'm not an emotional person, though, so I can't really relate. But, but... Well, I am. I didn't say I was an emotional person, <laughs> no. but even though I am, mm-hmm. but I tend to enjoy music that helps me feel something. I, I agree with that point. Yeah. I, I love music that I can connect to, for sure. It is time for us to take another commercial break. But don't go anywhere, because we will be right back for a round of fun rapid-fire questions here with members of Intonation on Tacapella. Want to learn from the best? You should check out Acapella Masterclass, where professionals at the top of their field show you how they became the best and how you can too. Learn from award-winning experts like Kristen Dennehy, Lisa Forgish, Trinfris Roundsfeld, Aaron Jensen, Blake Lewis, and more. We discuss topics like arranging, barbershop, beatboxing, composition, looping, social change, and things of the like. Go to acapellamasterclass.com to learn all the details. Acaville, helping you be the best acapella musician you can be. And thanks for joining us back on the show. We have been speaking with members of Intonation from New Manchester High School out of Douglasville, Georgia. And it has been quite the exciting conversation. We got to learn a lot about who they are as members, as well as the, the history of the group. And then, you know, we had to discuss one of the most incredible acapella videos I've personally seen stand up that they collaborated with squad harmonics on squad harmonics was a previous guest on the show and we just wanted to have a conversation on what the video meant to them as well as you know how it relates to everything going on in the world and the role of youth in terms of artistry and music and they gave such wonderful answers and opinions and insight that uh, we are so thankful for and with that we are going to change gears and transition to our round of rapid fire questions we like to ask our guests some very interesting yet fun questions to hopefully throw them off guard and off track a little bit. <laughs> and so everyone, is everyone ready for rapid fire? All right, so it looks like we're all set to go. First question, let's go with the ladies first. Question number one, what is your go-to karaoke song? I don't know why, Nora Jones. Ooh, good one. Good oh, choice. I love that song. Okay. I love that song. Girl, you good. All right, who else we got? We got, come on, we got other people here, ladies. Give me your answers here. Okay, I got one. Okay. Oh, I'm Still Standing by Elton John. Yes! Nice. Awesome. All right, next up. I have one. I'm really bad at it. It's horrible. You don't want to listen to it, but I Look to You by Whitney Houston. Oh, girl, Good whatever. Song. You probably just own Good that. Choice. All right. Kind of innocent, but it's Nayana. I don't know how I've progressed on this, but My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Yes! yes. I like it. All right, Madison, you got to give us at least what's the last song you sang in front of people, like randomly. Oh, in sync song is no, or is like Ryan. Bye, what bye. was the song we were singing today? I want it that way. Yeah. Oh, that is so Backstreet Boys. Right. That's like Street Boys. That was what we were like in middle school, I think, Brian. Hey, Maybe elementary. Sweet. And then, oh wait, Courtney, we need an answer from Courtney here. So this is this is gonna sound absolutely crazy. Like I know I'm in music. And like I've been singing forever, but I have always like despised karaoke for some reason. I just really I don't know what it is about <laughs> it. Just I always hated doing it. I don't know. That was unexpected. That that is a that first. That was unexpected. That is a first from a musician. You know that's okay. I can I can respect all right. it. Though. All right, all right. Question number two for the men: Pandora 
or Spotify? It's Spotify, bro. Pandora <laughs> yeah, got nothing on Spotify. Spotify. I don't know what nobody's talking about, bro. Spotify go crazy, man. My vote is for Spotify. All right. Okay. I'm the old one in the group, and so I'm going to say Pandora. I think there's, there's a generational thing here. All right. Next. I, I was all about oh, Pandora, yeah. and then I got a Spotify premium account, so. Right. All right, next question for the, the women here. Do you prefer singing in the shower or the car? The shower, all the way. Cause shower. The, oh. the shower. Shower. Definitely the shower. <laughs> oh, yeah, you sound better. You sound better. Reverb, all of that, yeah. We need it all. Um, the water that was unanimous. No. Did we hear from Lauren? The shower. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes, love it. yes. To the men, cats or dogs? Oh my dogs, of course. I'm gonna have to dog, go with like, have to like, go with what are you doing having a cat in your <laughs> okay. house? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what do I do with a cat? My cat loves me and I love her. Oh, oh, Osiris, your cat? Osiris is cats. I have three cats. He's been cats. No, 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 no. I have three cats. Yeah, but you gotta so go. I appreciate this. Go. Oh man. I do love dogs, but I love my cat. This is definitely a and dog. And the funny crowd, the man. funniest thing is when the cats get scared and their tails go Pfft. Oh, it's so adorable. It's, it's so, so cute. I scared two of my cats this morning and they went running off and then they were hiding and then when they came out Pfft. it was awesome. All right, next too. question for the women here. <laughs> Amusement park or the beach? The beach. An amusement park. Amusement park. Amusement park. (laughs) I get lost at the beach. I get lost at the amusement park. I never pay attention to where I'm supposed to be going. And the beach always has so many people. And then you can die in the water. Like, oh my God. Amusement park. I'm okay. I mean, I can swim, but I'm okay. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. This is great. I love it. All right. It's the amusement park for me. Yes. 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 All right. No, I, I like could have split. thrown in. Yeah, split. I could have thrown in like a different question like Disney World or Universal, but we won't answer that. No, I think that was a better way of doing that. Okay. Men, Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. See, Netflix has a good old Grey's Anatomy. That's my show. You gotta watch it. You know it. what? I'm gonna have to go with, um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Netflix because they got some good shows on there. No um, I'm gonna have to go with YouTube. Because on YouTube, you can look up intonation, shameless plugs. Okay. Sorry, uh, Kai. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Kai. Oh, okay. I definitely say a good YouTube because Netflix takes too long to upload the shows. <laughs> I can't do it on a good YouTube video in like a day or two. That's all. Such a good point. I Did it. we hear from Trey or Giddens? Netflix. Everyone else calls you. <laughs> I just answered or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For the women here, chocolate or ice cream? Ice cream. Chocolate with ice cream. Yes. Oh, <laughs> And chocolate ice cream. bar and a pint of ice cream. But we hate chocolate ice cream. I, yeah, I don't yeah, like chocolate ice cream. Not chocolate ice cream. No, we hate it. But I will do like the swirl, the vanilla and chocolate swirl sometimes. I like chocolate ice cream. <laughs> Just leave. Oh you you can buy your own ice cream for the ice cream party. <laughs> See you later. There's no chocolate available. That was fantastic. Men, Mac or PC? Um, I'm gonna go PC. Yeah, PC. I was gonna say, I, can, I think I can see that you've got a PC there because I can see a little bit of your keyboard. Yeah. Oh, this, this is my computer. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I said my vote is for Mac for the music side. Yep, makes sense. Mac, hundred percent. Awesome. I, All right. I, I, Wait, was that everyone? There we go. No, no. There, go, go ahead, Kai. I prefer a good PC because when I had a Mac, it would freeze up when I would refresh. So I was like, never mind. And did we hear from Donovan? PC. All right. Awesome. All right. Next question for the women here: live show 
or music video? Which one would you rather be a part of? Oh, live okay. show. Live show. Live show for sure. Show. Put me on the stage. Give me the mic. Music video. A part of a music video. Who said music video here? Maddie, Maddie just Maddie, go home. Okay. <laughs> because the best of me can be shown. That's, you know? That's she's not wrong. All I right. choose music video too. Yeah. Courtney, what was your answer? Oh, I said live show. I just I love the energy from the audience and like everyone around me. Girl, I am with you. All right. Final question for the men. While exercising, do you prefer to listen to music or a podcast? I music. Because <laughs> I'm in football. I, I'm I'm always listening to music because yeah, that's what I do. I work out all the music. I would say music is fun because podcasts are a little distracting. And if I get too involved in what they're saying, I'll lose count of what I'm doing. I can understand. I definitely say music because when you find that perfect song and then when you're middle of that exercise and it you just it's just perfect it correlates yes i really listen to podcasts but music is a thing i listen to 24 7 nice and giddens i think a better question is who's exercising (laughs) (laughs) not me yeah not me like so so yeah i'd blame that on covid but it's not really the case awesome that was great i love rounded out our rapid fire that was perfect (laughs) exercising it's wonderful thank you guys so much for that round of rapid fire questions as per tradition around here we always like to end the show with some advice something our listeners can walk away with something that will just enrich their lives something inspirational that they might just need to hear today and our listeners today you have the benefit of hearing a wealth of wonderful advice because we have so many different people giving you advice today we have people giving you advice today so get ready because we're coming at each person and we're going to ask them if you could offer our listeners some advice. So Ryan, what would you say? Just a little advice that I take to heart that I've had to do a lot of my life is to just have fun and stop thinking about everything you do, especially when you're doing something you truly enjoy. Take your brain out of the equation and let your heart take the wheel. Nice. Madison, what would you say? I say, don't let anyone take your microphone. Um, it's yours to keep and speak your mind through it. Kai, what would you say? Mm, be a wall that can't be broken. Oh. Stand strong. Osiris, what would you say? I would say for people who who are making music that there can never be too much bass. Like this, it's not it's non-existent. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Donovan, what would you say? I would say, and this applies to me, is to stop doubting yourself. Believe that you can achieve anything which you set your mind to. Kayla, what would you say? I would say stop comparing yourself and just overthinking a lot of things. Because I do that a lot, still do, and that's something that I'm working on. Because it can definitely bring you down and it can definitely restrict you from giving your all. Nayana, what would you say? I would say when you think you've gone far enough, go even further. Always go full out. Lauren, what would you say? Always have good vowels. Even with choral music, acapella music, it always makes a sound blend. I thought you said bowels at first. I'm so good at that. Ruining the moment, not bowels. I'm going to say, like, for anyone out there, if you have a dream or a goal that you want to accomplish, like, just go for it. Like, don't even let doubt have the chance to creep in your mind. Just do it. David, what would you say? I would say, I would tell them that you only live one time. Like, you got this life. It's a beautiful life. I mean, do what you can with it. Do what you want to do with you. Do what you want to do with it. Be yourself. And Trey, what would you say? 
I would say always be a first-rate version of yourself and never a second-rate version of someone else and to never forget to sparkle and slay. Nice. Yes. Great advice all around. Thank you all so much. If our listeners wanted to learn more about intonation or figure out what upcoming projects you have or listen to any of your music, where could they go? So currently we have an album on all major streaming services called The Beginning. And we have another album that should be out by the beginning of the summer that we're super excited about. We're in the studio working on that right now. Um, to check out our music videos, you can check out Fame Chorus on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at intonation underscore NM. Wonderful. We are looking forward to that album. I can't wait to listen to it. Alicia, if our listeners wanted to learn more about you. You can find me on Instagram, e.squared1989. How about you, Brian? You can find me on Twitter at thebrianalex, Brian with an I. And be sure to go give Talkapella a follow. We're on Twitter as well, Talkapella, two Ps, two Ls. And check out our website, talkapella.org. Lastly, please give Acaville Radio a follow. They're the wonderful platform through which we stream through. We want to thank the members and the director of Intonation so much for joining us on today's episode. We want to thank Trey, Ryan, Madison, Kai, Osiris, Donovan, Kayla, Nyana, Lauren, Courtney, and David so much for joining us on the show. It has been just, a blast speaking I with you I just have guys. to say, yeah. I want to commend your group for your level of maturity. Like Agreed. level of maturity in general, but also the maturity level of your sound. Just all around very impressed. Agreed. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. We wish you all the best with everything you have coming up with the album, the ICHSA and everything else going on in your lives. And for everything else, stay tuned.